Hey there, sit down, make yourself comfy and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the fourth episode of TST. Thank you for tuning in. Okay, so welcome to the first ever episode of TST featuring a very special guest, my mother. Thank Thanks you. for joining us. So, Thank um, you for having me. <laughs> so I felt that I wanted to invite some people onto the podcast because it's really fun to just have other perspectives and hear other people's point of view and sort of their pitches to the ideas that I have so we can really contribute to each other and make for a very fun episode. And the reason I wanted to invite my mom especially is because I feel like out and about in the real world, a lot of the time you see these people giving interviews to really important and prestigious people that have a lot of... <laughs> that have a lot of fame, but I feel like all of this stuff comes from your mother. Your mother is the person who makes you who you are, she teaches you everything you know, and she really shapes you as a person. So I feel like before people go out and interview famous people around the world, they should really start from within and from what they've been taught at home. So thank you for having me, for the invitation, I'm so glad. So tell us what tea you've brought for us this week. So I bring the anise tea from the Jordan River Foundation. It's very good. It's like a little bit spicy and it's very uh, good for your lungs. Oh yeah, I really like the flavor and I see you've added honey to it too. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so something that I thought would be very fun is to ask my special guests to bring me their favorite tea to the episodes they're featured on so that I can try some of what they like and have a really nice experience with their favorite tea. So before we get properly started, I'm going to be interviewing my mom so that you guys can get to know her a bit and feel like she's your friend like I am. So, Lina, what's your favorite show? Uh, TV show is, uh, the favorite one is Modern Family because it's uh, really funny, uh, light, and it's like a time for uh, uh, relax. Great, great. We love watching it together. So, what's your favorite part of the day? Uh, my favorite part of the day is spending time with uh, my kids, with uh, you and Mila. And actually, we saw together this show, so it's uh, like a very special moment. Yeah, it's a very nice tradition we have. Actually, what we do is every day when we eat dinner, we sit down on my mom's bed and we watch a Netflix show. So we've watched loads and loads of different shows. Right now, we're watching Modern Family, but one that has also helped us connect a lot was Gilmore Girls, which really helped our relationship. And yeah... Actually, we're sitting right now on the bed, so it's like we're living this tradition together where we sh where we spent so many nice moments together. So, what's your biggest life aspiration? I think the, the most important thing is uh, find happiness, peace, and balance in my life. That's really beautiful. Um, what would you say is the biggest lesson life has taught you? I think don't expect anything from anyone. Oh, that's very, very wise. We are actually going to be using that as our topic for this week. So we're going to be talking about that today. So, and really, I think we should always give our all in every situation and in every relationship. However, it's not healthy to expect 
the same from people or situations because we can get disappointed. We can uh, expect nothing uh, good or bad. Exactly, that's really important. What we want to emphasize is that lots of times in our lives we feel like we are putting so much into something. We're working really hard, whether it is on a project or we're investing so much into a relationship, any type of relationship with friends or if it's um, a romantic relationship and we can get carried away and think that we're always going to get what we put in but we really can't control that so it's healthier to not expect anything from those things because we can really just get disappointed. We feel like it would be really helpful to just sort of illustrate these types of scenarios with real life cases. Um, for instance, I always feel like I spend so much energy in supporting my friends and really making them feel good and just taking the time to like value everything they do and all the projects they start and any little thing I feel like I'm there for them and I'm always trying to hype them up and just really make them feel like I'm a friend that will always be there for them, supporting them, cheering for them and like rooting for them. And when you spend so much time doing that, kind of automatically you start to expect that from other people. And I really want to emphasize that that's automatic. It's not a decision I took. It just magically appeared in my brain because I thought that the most logical thing was since I was putting so much into doing this for other people, other people would realize that and feel the obligation to do the same thing. But really, I went realizing throughout time that people really didn't have sort of that thought process and I don't know if they just didn't value my efforts or if they didn't feel like they had to reciprocate reciprocate, or if they just really didn't want to but you know that was sort of like a hard part in my path but you have to realize to just accept that and live a more peaceful life not expecting other people to do the same things you do for them. What about you? So I think about you are saying is like uh, when you are looking or seeking validation from your parents, your friends, your family. Totally. You have to do the things the, the right way for you exactly. first and uh, don't expect anything. Don't expect the validation or recognition or nothing in change. You do the things because you have to do the right things in the right way. And that's it. It's for you. Exactly. I feel like deep down, we all know that if we are doing something purely for us, <laughs> if we're doing something purely for us and purely because we want to, we won't feel like we need anybody else to recognize that. And if we are totally satisfied with the efforts we put into our daily life, then we won't sort of be expecting other people to congratulate us all the time. So not only that, not only wait for the good things or recognition. We do something things uh, waiting or expecting bad things. So you have, I think we have to be positive, uh, try the, the good things, and not always imagine the worst can be happening because it's expecting, you can expect nothing, uh, good or bad. You do things and you avoid uh, disappointment. Exactly, you can't set yourself up for expectations. Another case in which I have felt this quite a lot is in school. Now, I work really hard in school 
for every test I do, for every homework assignment, for everything, I just give it my all and put so much effort and dedication to it. And it's natural to expect really good results from that and just like perfect grades all the time and to just have all this recognition and this praise and all of that stuff. But um, really, it's that's just your life. It's your stuff going on and other people may not really be concerned about that. And it may seem kind of sad, but you just really are doing these things for yourself. And even if you try really hard, that won't always guarantee the best outcome. And it's like uh, at work, you do the best, uh, you enjoy it, you are passionate, and you try to do the best. So don't expect uh, any recognition from anybody. You do for you, and you enjoy it, and that's the price. Do the good things and and love uh, your work, uh, your effort, and everything. Exactly. Your effort and knowing that you put all the effort into it that it deserved should be the only recognition you need. If you get more from that, if other people praise you publicly, then that's great. But the only thing you should need to feel satisfied is peace with what you're doing. So you can control where you invest into something and be pleased with that. However, you cannot control the outcome. So don't worry about that. Knowing that you did your best should be enough, as we have said previously. Really, this is what I think it all comes down to. In life, we are constantly told to not stress over what we can't control. And that really is good advice, but we don't always follow it. Because I think a lot of us have the need to feel like we always have everything in control. Like our life is perfect. Everything is turning out as we expected it. It's all under control. We're managing it. But the reality is not that. Life is kind of a chaos. And I feel like the people who are most in control are the ones who accept that and who don't constantly worry about stuff. Because it really is a waste of energy and a waste of time. What do you think? I think exactly, exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I knew interviewing you would be a good idea. <laughs> Really just spare yourself all the worrying and know that you should be satisfied enough with what you put into something up to the point where you don't depend on the outcome to have that recognition. Do the things because you want to do it. Exactly. Always in the in the best way. And that's it. It's all you need that's, that, that's it. It's, it's enjoy that process. And, and you do the things because you feel good. And don't expect more than that. Exactly, because it comes from your heart and you know that doing things from your heart is the best way you can do it. And that's all you should need to feel peace. So don't expect anything good or bad. We have covered why you should have high expectations of others. But it's also important to mention that you should expect negative things either. Don't live with prejudice or stereotypes. Let people uh, surprise you. Yeah, so we felt it was important to make this clarification because really why we've centered on this whole topic is to avoid disappointment and to not set yourself up for these really like high ideas and expectations and then realize that they won't come true and feel even worse about it. But really, it can go the other way around too. Sometimes you can hear something bad about someone or these rumors or just make up these ideas in your head And you sort of always view these people or these situations with that lens. 
which really makes you suck. It doesn't let you grow. It's immature. And what you should do is really, as we said, let yourself be surprised. With every person you meet, with every new experience you face, really just let yourself take in what comes, take in what the world has to show you, and make sure that all of this is based off reality of and things. Enjoy, and enjoy also the result of your effort. Mm -hmm. That's a big prize, I think. Yeah, and just let yourself be surprised and amazed by the beauty of the world as it comes not by these ideas that you make up in your head and these images that you have of people and these stereotypes and all of that just really make sure that everything in your mind is based on what you perceive from reality and that you're not building ideas based off of lies we can also really think about an aspect that i feel all of us go through we imagine like this these victorious scenarios in our head Um, usually before we go to sleep and it's okay it's good it's healthy to have all of these high aspirations but I feel like we need to have some balance a friend of mine says that everything in extreme is bad so you really have to find that balance and you know don't stop dreaming it's important to have all of these big aspirations and these big goals But sometimes we marry very specific ideas and we're like, if I don't accomplish this, I will be worthless, I my life will be destroyed, it's the end of the world. And really, we just can't let those expectations consume us. Everything happens for a reason. Remember, you always believe in destiny, so everything has to happen for a reason. Exactly. So even when you don't achieve the goal you always had in mind, that will create a path for other things in your life, which will lead you to other experiences. And if you don't place those really high expectations and sort of obligations upon yourself in the first place, you can save yourself from feeling really bad about yourself. Whereas if you just have these expectations and these dreams and these goals, which are perfectly healthy, but you know that they don't define you and that whether or not you achieve them, you will have an excellent life and you will do amazing things, that will make you a much happier person. And a good thing is important too is enjoy the present moment. Exactly. Focus uh, on that. Mindfulness on the things you are doing right now in the present moment and that's it. Of, of course, you have to dream and, and, and build your goals, but the most important is enjoy the present moment. That's it. Exactly. Right after the present, sort of slips away, it will become nothing more than a memory. So it's really up to you to make that memory a good one. And I feel like if you're thinking on other moments in the present, whether it be the past or the future, you can get consumed on that and you won't live the present to the fullest. I feel like um, sort of one of my philosophies of life is living in the present, but with the future in the background, making sure that every decision I take will get me closer to the future that I want and being really wise with those decisions. And sometimes you have to make sacrifices, like not go out or do these fun things with your friends because you have to study, because that's what you want for your life. And I think it's a smart decision. You always have to kind of like have the future in the back of your head to make sure that you're... In the good way. Exactly, you're taking the proper path. Yes. Um, but what I definitely feel you can't do, and this is kind of hard for me to say is not get stuck on the past 
the past is a good thing to reflect on and there are these nice memories, but if you're always thinking about what once was, the things you used to have, the life you used to live, it can really consume you. And you can do that because the past is is only that. It's gone. It's gone. So it's, it's good remembering things and have memories and, and good souvenirs of everything, but uh, you can stop uh, in the past. Exactly. You have to let go and continue your path. Exactly. Nothing is permanent and you always also have to have that in the back of your mind, whether it's a good moment or a bad moment. And the stuff in the past, you can think about them, but just don't dwell on them. I know so many people, including myself and in some occasions, where we're just dreaming of the past and we're like, oh my God, I had this amazing life and I didn't even know it. Everything was good and I didn't appreciate it enough. I wish my life was like that right now. And we don't realize that in the present, we have other things that we should be grateful for. And maybe, who knows, in the future, we'll be thinking, oh, that time in my life. And you, do not, you let pass the moment and you don't appreciate the, the good things that you're living. Exactly. When you're, if you're always thinking about the past, you'll never be able to appreciate what you really have, what you really have which is the most empowering and enriching experience. If you're happy with what you currently have, then I feel like that's the maximum of happiness you can achieve, right? Yes. Make an analogy um, to get a conclusion, kind of conclusion, is like relationships are like bamboos, like my bamboos, you know? <laughs> Tell them the story <laughs> about what happened to your bamboo. My bamboo uh, stayed without me seven weeks without water, and when I come back, uh, they were dead. <laughs> So same thing happens with everything, uh, with relationships, with friends, with family. I think uh, you have to nourish them for the purpose of them being okay. Not because you expect them to give back, but with the bamboos, if you don't give water or take care, they are going to die. Same happens with uh, relationships, uh, family, friends, work, study, everything. You have to put an effort uh, to the things... Uh, Go okay. Yeah, that's really important. Um, and I feel like there's a common misconception, and it's that lots of the time people think that a quality friendship is based on how much you see each other. And I really don't agree with that. I feel like some of the best friendships I have are precisely with people that I don't see that often. But we're always there for each other, we always support each other, and we have all the true values that any good friendship should have. And that definitely doesn't mean seeing each other every single day. And especially with this current situation, we can't. But because you do, because of the pleasure uh, of your friendship, uh, of your friends. You enjoy it. You enjoy it and, uh, and you do because it's the, the right thing to do. And you do it because of the friendship. But you are not waiting that uh, if I do that, uh, that will be okay or that will be you know, bad. No, you do because you think it's the, uh, the good thing to do. Exactly, it feels right and you love these people so much and you invest so much into them because you love them and you want them to be okay and you want them to be happy but that's sort of the primary thought you have in that moment. You're not always thinking about, okay, I'm gonna do this for them so that they do it for me, I'm gonna give them this present so that they owe me something. Really, in a true friendship or what you should aspire to have, is always make that make the priority their well-being and everything good you do 
because you want them to be okay, not because you want it in return. No, and you do the things because things or relationships need uh, an effort from exactly. you. So you can't have anything uh, without do nothing. Mm -hmm. You have to earn uh, the things that uh, you want to have. Yeah, every good relationship comes from people investing into it. You can't expect to have a super goals friendship if nobody puts in time, if nobody makes sacrifices. But again, your primary intention during all of those things should be their well-being and obviously your well-being too. But just not sort of like that greed. You have to do things with without expecting them to be returned to you. And if you're not willing to, then that's a point that you need to question. You need to question yourself why you're even in this situation, why you're even in this friendship or in this project. You, The motor of your life should be passion. It shouldn't be greed. So really kind of like a test that I think everybody should take at some point in their life is really ask themselves why they're in the position they're in now, why they're in the place they are now regarding their friendships, their relationships, and their projects, and their goals, and their aspirations, and if they're doing it because it brings them peace, if it makes them passionate, if it makes them happy, and not because they're expecting all of these things to give back to them, because they may not even, and then you'll be even in a worse place. <laughs> You're right. Okay, but we don't want you to misunderstand us. This is to avoid disappointments, basically. Focus on caring uh, for what matters to you because that will show. Do things well for the mere pleasure of having that satisfaction. Exactly. So if I'm honest, my mom's a bit of a pessimist. No, I'm not pessimist. I'm realistic. <laughs> so when she actually presented sort of like this vision of the world to me, like when I first came to her with a problem and she was like, you can't expect anything from anyone, I got frustrated. I was like... Why does my mom have such a negative... <laughs> and you take a lot of time to understand uh, yeah, that been... thing and process uh, all that. Yeah, it's taken me a few years and now it's the advice that I give all my friends. But at first, I was really stumped on it. I was like, how is she telling me this? Why does she always think, like, have these negative views and, like, these sad things that sort of put me down? But then... It's no, it's no pessimist. <laughs> it's realistic and... And the, the thing is to avoid your disappointments. True. So, yeah, as I, as I carried on through my life, I realized that more and more people disappointed me, more and more situations disappointed me, until I came to terms with, mom, with what my mom had told me. And it was really an experience of growth, because as I mentioned earlier, this is now what I tell all of my friends when I'm giving them advice and they always agree with me. They're like, you're totally right. I think that too. So it's really beautiful to see that the other people in my life are also detaching from this and that they're also like coming to the same realization as I am. And I don't know if it's like a teenage thing, <laughs> but it, it makes me proud to see that the people that surround me also have kind of like this wisdom in this aspect and that we're all maturing together. Because you are with the right people. Wow, that is, <laughs> that is true. And also something that I wanted to touch a bit on, which is something that you said, um, is that you should do things because they matter to you and that will be enough, that will show. Because as I said earlier, um, you should question yourself why you're in the place you are right now and if it really sparks joy in you. And I feel like if you are there, other people will tell you. 
trust me other people will realize and they'll be like you're so passionate about what you do and you're so good at it and I feel like that really is the key to just having a pleasant life I feel like all we can ask for is having a happy fulfilled pleasant life and the key to achieving that is making sure that what you do every day genuinely sparks joy in you and you won't have to fake anything if you're at that place you won't have to pretend or or fake it or anything it'll just say so much for itself because actions speak louder than words so do you like my tea yes it's really good to be honest i was a bit scared <laughs> um but it is really good i love i genuinely i usually don't like honey i just I, I don't like honey. <laughs> if you can see her face. <laughs> I don't like honey. And Mila was also shocked when I told her yeah. that. Um, I think it's kind of because I had a... Well, not a traumatic experience. But sometimes, like, honey is confused with maple syrup. And I was eating pancakes with honey instead of maple syrup. And then I just kind of, like, was angry at honey. <laughs> no, but honey with the tea is a good combination. Yeah. Um, you can't really sense because it has a very strong flavor like when I eat it with Greek yogurt you have to add just the right amount because it has a very particular flavor it obviously d gets the job done it sweetens things but I feel like you have to find just the right amount which is what you did <laughs> because it tastes just the right amount of sweets and yeah it's a very good flavor tea congratulations oh, happy you like it Oh, what do you think about uh, this saying? Don't expect others to make you a priority when you have made yourself important. That is a really good question. <laughs> um, I feel like, as I said earlier, everything you do, it kind of shows. And at the end of the day, it's, I feel like it's something we all know deep down. And it's that, you know, if you're not valuing yourself enough, other people wouldn't be able to do that. And I have had a bit of controversy with this whole kind of like mindset because a lot of people say that you need to love yourself first in order to be able to have others love you. And I don't entirely... Works, but I think that works for everything. Well, love, yeah. If you love yourself, uh, people are going to love you. If you, hate, if you hate yourself, that's people true. are going to hate you. So... I think uh, you have to always find the, the right way yeah. and try to the, the, do the good things in the, in the right way. That's true. But sometimes I feel like that sort of thought process, like it, when people say to you, if you can't love yourself, nobody will be able to love you. It's sometimes people have these really big internal battles and they're in a very vulnerable position. And I feel like if you bring that on top of them and if you sort of scream at them that if they don't love themselves, nobody else will. I feel like it's really downputting, and I feel like even if people are struggling, if they're genuinely good, then I feel like people will be able to see that, will be able to see that through them. And so, yeah, it's important for you to love yourself, um, to be able to achieve things, and for other people to see that too. But if you don't love yourself, and if you're in a part of the journey where you're, you're, you don't totally love yourself, but you're getting there you're still valuable and you're still worthy and it's something to take pride in if you're going on the journey towards loving yourself. And I also feel like I, I don't 
I think that having the image of you're you're 100% okay with yourself and just that's really idealistic. I feel like there may always be things that we're not entirely okay with, but that's okay. Whether it be physical, I mean, you you can't control the way you look, so don't stress about it, you know? And if there's no, something you can control but you can put an effort. But what if I like have something in my body that I don't like? Like I don't like my fingers. I can't change my fingers. Do you accept? Exactly. You have to accept that you are the way you Can are. You move? Exactly. <laughs> you have to move on because like maybe you can do some surgery to switch up your fingers. I don't know. <laughs> But I feel like more important than that, it's knowing that it's okay to not be 100% okay with you. You can be like 95% okay with you and okay with the fact that it's fine to not totally totally love yourself because I feel like the media puts so much pressure on us to be like I love everything about myself, every aspect, I'm perfect, I don't need to change. And that's just it's important to acknowledge that we're not perfect and be okay with that and do what we can to fix it. So don't blame people for disappointing you. Blame yourself for expecting too much from them. Maybe or yeah. not. Yeah. I feel like that really ties everything together. Um, all of this, as we have said, really depends on the expectations you build for yourself. And if you build too much expectations, I feel like all along you'll know that you're prone to be disappointed. And, and it's possible. And I think uh, you have always uh, tried to yeah, have expectations yeah. From, from your life, from you. No, blame yourself exactly, but be responsible exactly. for your choices. Blame is a very strong word. Accept, accept, uh, and learn. Accept, learn, uh, and move on. Yeah. Trying to to build uh, the life you you want. I feel like another very common problem is that people get stuck on their mistakes, on their past mistakes, and it's like you can't turn back time. You can't do anything to change you that. Have, you can learn exactly, and you're That's always going to thing. make mistakes, and mm -hmm. you learn from your mistakes. Yeah, you, you have to you move, move on. on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So the best way to avoid disappointment is to not expect anything from anyone so i'm so happy to be here thank you for the invitation it Thanks was coming. it was really really great and we're welcome from the team <laughs> thank you i really liked it so thanks for listening to this episode i really had a lot of fun filming it and it was my first guest episode but it was really nice to just have someone there with me and to make it feel like more of a conversation So it was great. Thank you. Yeah, to have like another person contributing and building off my ideas and like making me realize new things. It was really nice and really enriching because a lot of the time I feel like with my regular podcasts, it's a conversation I'm having for myself. And even though the mind is an open space, there's only so much one person can think. And then when other people get back to me and they're like, oh, I liked what you said about this. It's like a conversation that has been delayed. But I like having the live <laughs> conversation. You. So thanks for tuning in and I hope to see you again next week. Bye. Bye.